Now, the Yushami says in Mesechus uh, Yuma, Kol Dorsh Lo Nivna Beisamikdash Biyamav Kil Nechrova Biyamav. Any generation that did not uh, you know, witness the rebuilding of the Beisamikdash, it's as if it was destroyed again in that generation. Now, that's uh, quite harsh. You know, uh, you would think right, that, uh, you know, we were born into this. Yes, we, we didn't do this. You know, we were. 2,000 years ago, and uh, born into an impossible situation. So, how could Chazal say a thing like that? Right? So, Roshiva, Yaakov Armik, Zechron, Vracha, used to say like this, you know, uh, a very simple law of nature is that uh, things bounce back to uh, their natural balance. That's why for every action there's a reaction, you know, push back and put things where they were meant to be. Right? There's nothing more natural than having a base of Mikdash on earth. Right? says he desires to have a dwelling place on earth. You know, the whole world is for Klaiso and the Torah, which the Hashra Sashchina is a direct result of that, which is the reason why as soon as Amisho got the Torah, Koshko commanded on Melech HaSamishkan. It's a direct uh, result, because once there's an Amisho, and Amisho has a Torah, so it's, uh, it, <coughs> that causes that there has to be Hashras HaShchin on earth, because there's a Torah on earth. And so that means that uh, to have a Beis HaMikdash on earth is as natural as any other law of nature. Right? And if the Beis HaMikdash is not back, it's because we must be exerting tremendous amount of force to bar its return, because nature should just heal. Right. So, we need to understand, so we should try to not have to be here again next year. Right. Uh, you know, to understand a little bit of uh, you know, what we're doing wrong. The um, everyone knows the famous stories of uh, you know the uh, you know uh, in the Gemara and Gittin on the uh, the series of events that lead up to Churban Abayas. There's a very interesting uh, you know and, and sad common denominator between them. So it starts off with Kamsa Bar Kamsa. So now uh, Bar Kamsa he's out for blood. Because he was publicly humiliated, so he, uh, you know, he goes to uh, you know the Caesar and says, "Mordu you know, the Jews have uh, they've rebelled. All right, so he says, now, well, "How do I know? Maybe you're just making up. Send the carbon, see if they, uh, yeah, sacrifice it." And so uh, you know, uh, he uh, he put a, a blemish, some say in the lip, some say in the eyelid. You know, something which uh, no guy would consider a blemish, but, you know, what could we do? It's possible in his back. So, you know, the, uh, you know, Amisro, you know, is now faced with the dilemma. You know, what do we do? Do we, put, do we sacrifice the carbon? No, or do we, you know, or we don't, and we kill Bar Kamsa. Right? So, uh, there was one of the Tanoim there at the side. Look, 
you know, we can't sacrifice the carbon because uh, people might learn out of it a bad halacha that you that a balmum is carved legabe mizbech. We can't kill bar kamtza, right? Because uh, people might learn from that that to put a mum in kachim is a capital offense. <coughs> can't do anything. All right. So the Gemara says, "On betanusas from schar ben akulis echrivas beisenu sarfas echaleinu v'glisinu ben aumos." I know, his humility, right, is what caused the Chorban Abayis. Now, you know, I mean, relying, I'm relying on the Gemara, I'm not big enough to judge. It says, you know, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Right? Which part was a mistake? They should have killed Bar Kamsa. He was a miser. It's, it's a halacha mafureshes. Right? He was, a, he was too humble. Now, of course, too humble, what that means is, you know, this particular Tana. You know, now, I mean, of course, what it means too humble, Maral explains, is that uh, his mind was taken over by the Hashgacha because the Gzair was already Nigzar. That's what it means. He was very humble, yet, you know, he was totally mavatal himself, and therefore he became an instrument because the Gzair was Nigzar already. We're going to discuss that a little bit more in depth because it comes up again that Yochanan uh, ben Zakkai escapes. You know, well, he got... Uh, you know, they uh, threw a whole roost. They got him out of the city walls. And he, uh, and he speaks to Aspansianus, a Spasian. And um, so uh, he said, why don't you come until now? And I said, well, look, you know, there's nothing I can do. The, uh, the Biryonin you know, uh, wouldn't let me out. So he told them, okay. So it's like if you have a uh, snake around a barrel of honey, right? So you can't get to the honey, and the honey can't get out. You break the barrel. Rabbi Yochan didn't know what to answer him. That's what the Gemara says. You know, Gemara applied the Pasuk. Meshev chachamim achor v'datam yisachel. He reverses the chachamim, and he, and he, you know, he uh, removes their knowledge. Because it was a simple answer. Right? What do you mean? You take a pair of tongs, you take off the snake. You know, why do you have to break the barrel? It be machrevu shalim because the and the snakes don't let people in and out. Gemara says that. You know, then there's a machlokus in the Gemara whether you know when he gave him three wishes, you know, he gave, you know, should he ask for Yushalayim? That's what it says. Yo, indeed, you know, indeed, didn't occur to him to ask for Yushalayim. It applies the same pasuk. There's another another mandos malametzchus. No, he thought that you know, if he would ask for it, he just wouldn't get it. So he'd come out with nothing. So he asked for the three things that he got. You know the. Uh, you know, to save the family from Gamliel, you know, to heal Rabbi Tzadok. <coughs> so the, uh, then we have another story, right after that, the story of Martoba Paisos, right? And, uh, you know, so she's, uh, she's hungry, she's very rich lady, hungry, sends her servant, you know, you get me to find flower stuff. None left. All right, you know, get me the, the plain Comes back, none left. All right, you know, get me the stuff. You know, the whole week garbage. You know, so that stuff. Yeah, you know, so same story. All right, you know, get me the barley stuff. Okay, and she died of starvation. Right? So you wonder what were they thinking? What was she thinking? What was the guy then thinking? He grabbed whatever there is.
It's like three stories back to back, you know. Uh, it was a phenomenon that, you know, uh, people's minds weren't working. See? But the truth is, you don't have to, uh, don't have to look so far back in history. Just 70 some odd years ago. You know, you know uh, the writing was on the wall that that madman is going to take, you know, he's going to annihilate the Jewish people. Hubbard Slime screamed about it. Mind wasn't working. Right? The, uh, you know, you know uh, ask my father. You know, why did the Jews escape from Germany? They didn't believe it would happen. <laughs> Not only that, that you know, he thought all the Jews that Hitler was talking about were the Austudent. The Jews from the East, <laughs> that the Yakas looked down on them also. No, no, no. Didn't think it would happen. No. Right? So why did you escape? So he told me. When he was just three years old. His parents said to him, an errant. And the Hitler youth with a German shepherd, you know, sickness dog, him, he was almost, he was eaten half alive. Survived the nice. And that's when the penny dropped, we got to get out of Germany. But that's what it took. It's an amazing thing. I mean, it's a strange phenomenon. You know, they uh, heard from people that, uh, well, first of all, it's that, you know, safer that I read. I can't remember the name of the Safer. The, um, so in the introduction, uh, the author tells uh, a little bit of his history. He was a yeshiva bacher that escaped from Poland to Hungary. Uh, as you know, uh, the Nazis came to Hungary at the very end of uh, the war. They, they thought that they were immune. They would, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, so, uh, So he says, he writes over there that uh, he, came, he came to Hungary, so, you know, and he was in the mikveh, you know, with, uh, you know, on Arab Shabbos. And, you know, and uh, he's, whatever the conversation was over there, and he says, listen, you know, you guys are, I was living in a dream world. I just came from Poland, and they're killing people like animals. So they slapped him across the face. Shut up. Yes. My father's cousins said that also. They wouldn't believe. Right. The thing is like this. The, uh, you know, the Gemara says, you know, in the Sanhedrin, two things. You know, call me Shein Bodas Lesof Golem Minkoma. Person who does not have das in the end will be exiled from his. Uh, he's not. He's going to lose his position. But it says, on the other side, you know, on the flip side, call me sheesh bodas kiilu nivne beis hamikdash biyamav. Person who, uh, right? you know, has das for him, it's as if a beis hamikdash is standing. Uh, it's quite amazing. Obviously, uh, we, we need to uh, understand a little more what das is. Yeah. <clears throat> that you know, it has such a the lack thereof causes you to go into gullus, 
having it is as if there's a base of you're standing. Say Kharashotu Bikatan, right? They're possible from mitzvahs, because they don't have das. Look, Kharash I understand in their days they couldn't they could not educate the deaf. Right? Right, Shoite is crazy. Got it. Right? Cotton? What? Jewish kid? Bright kids. Bright kids? Villa going at the age of six, no one could teach him anything anymore. Yeah, in his own town. <clears throat> so it's called Avnar Das. How could it be? Obviously, Bar Das doesn't have anything to do with IQ. Truth is, when Chazal talk about the simonim of a shaita, they're not talking about lack of intelligence. They're talking about insanity. Well, he sleeps in a graveyard. He goes out alone at night. Types of things. See, one of the is not a person who's stupid. This person who's crazy. Yeah. So it's about being able to discern. Yes. Because the idea is like this. Now, um, heard from my Rebbe Rebbe Lansky, who heard the name of Rav Hutner. You know, Moshe, what it means to be you know, to be someone who's a love bardas. Uh, you imagine that, uh, you know, chas uh, there's some type of tragedy. That uh, a younger man dies and leaves a young, you know, almana and yasemin. Right, so, uh, you know, you can understand, you know, the depressed atmosphere that there is in the shiva house. So a guy walks in, you know, with a, you know, Hawaiian shirt, Bermuda shorts, Ray-Bans. You know, and uh, why is everyone here so glum? Let's turn on the lights. What's what's mitzvah gadol? Yospesimcha, right? Right? God, if he killed him, it's got to be good for him because God's merciful, right? He's in a better place, you know. And even if he's in hell, that's good for him also. I knew the guy; he wasn't much good. Hell is good for him. Right? That's why, yeah. So, right? Says. That's a person who has no das. What does that mean? Uh, some of the things he actually said may actually be true, may actually make sense. It's, it's not the time, it's not the place. He's detached from reality. That's what we call in this day reality challenged. It's detached from reality. Katanim, you know, kids, can be very, very bright. But you know, that, uh, they'd also sell their mother for five cents. You know, it's not, you know, yeah. There's like a sense of, uh, you know, a balance, you know, of, uh, of how, what things to take seriously, you know, what things not to take seriously. You call it being, you know, connected to reality, something that only age could bring. The shaita is not stupid. The shaita is crazy. Chazal write about, you know, it's not a problem anymore because the shaitim are not tamidei chacham, right? But <laughs> we'll talk about it a little bit later. But the uh, Chazal, it's a medrash. 
says Talmud Chacham she'ein bo das nevela teva himena. Right, a Talmud Chacham that has no das, a carcass is better than him. Now, think about what's being said over here. Is a Talmud Chacham by Chazal standards an ein bo das? Sensitivity. It's called being in touch with reality. And that's why Nevela Tova Imeno, Sodom Forshim say, you know, because well, at least in Nevela, La Kelv Tashlichun or so. It's good for dog food. He's not good for that either. Right? Yeah, Sodom Forshim say. Yeah. Right? Kid, you know, it's a brilliant guy. It's just, uh, you know, but listen, the man's got no. Means his, uh, means his, uh, if he's out of touch with reality, it means his moral compass is off also. You, you can't trust him you know, for all his brilliance. So. Yeah, it's not, uh, the, the shaita is, is, is not stupid, he's insane. And uh, insanity means, you know, or lack of das means being out of touch with reality. You know, the Maral, Sefer Yashur, uh, attributed to Rabbeinu Tam, and others have said that, uh, you know, as the Pasuk says, Kiyotam ate sasoda. Oh, man, it's like a tree. Except that the difference is that uh, we're upside down. These are our roots. Our head, our das, our roots. That's keeps us rooted in reality. But truth is, you know, uh, paralleling the cosmos like we learned in Nefshachayim, that's how the olamas are set up also, like an upside-down tree. You know, the higher olamas are like the roots, and, you know, the lower olamas, you know, branch out from there. And man is the same way. Our roots are our das. What do you, you know, like the term das, you know, means like also to know in the biblical sense, means to be connected. It's not, uh, it's not intelligence per se. You know, intelligence is just a, a piece of it, one of the components. But it's about, you know, what is your perception of reality? What are you real with? Right. One could say it has to do with the conscience. Where are you? Where is your mind? Where is your heart? Where is it? And that's why, Komi Shein Bodas Lesof Golem Koma. Uh, he loses his position if you are uh, reality challenged. Of course, you're not going to hold on, keep a grip. You, know, you lose your grip on reality, so of course you will. You're not going to keep your position. But it goes a little bit deeper to uh, you know, understand what a base on Mikdash is. But there's, there's an interesting Rambam in the Moran of Uchim. And uh, really, really, the Hasidic form took it from him. Lamasa. You know, like the Baal Shem Tov used to say, saying about where's a man? He's where his thoughts are. That's where he is. And the Rambam already writes that the, uh, to the extent that a person thinks about a Kodesh Baruch Mida Kodesh Mida, a Baruch thinks about him. And uh, the more you have a Kodesh Baruch Hu on your mind, the more you're on a Kodesh Baruch Hu's mind. He says that there's a, there's a real special Hashgacha protis on that person. You know, uh, so long as he thinks about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And uh, to the extent that 
he never never forgets about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Of course, what forgets means he's always real with it. So it means he's always connected. Right? To that extent, also, our Kodesh Baruch Hu will never abandon him. But it goes the other way, you know, says the Rambam. You forget about our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Midah Kanagamidah forgets about you, and you could, he writes, you could just die like a dog, be hit by a bus. You just don't deserve to be protected. If you could forget about the Rebar Shalom like an animal, you get treated the same way. The base of Mikdash on earth was a uh, represented, well, not represented, was, was ongoing dvekas between our Kodesh Baruch and Kala I have a little bit of a problem with what you just said. In looking at our life and life in general, there have been some very hushabit good people who have been taken in an instant like that. Yes. I'm thinking of someone who was killed in 9-11. Shemin Bivalizing. There were people who you can't, how can you say, you know, somebody who's devoted their life to Torah can still be taken like that, like a dog being shot or... I mean, so... I said that's... Well, first, so where does things. that fit into what, what you just said? Two things. First of all, the sin of ignoring God is, is a sin that carries consequences. You know, if a person is but these are people who didn't ignore God. Okay, that's not the only reason why a person dies. Well, right? it's, not the only reason, it's not the only reason why a person dies. You know, it's schar v'onesh, it's xeris, kapor on him, kapor on the tzibur. It's not the only reason. But the amazing thing is that a person could, you know, be vulnerable to the elements if he's not walking with HaKadosh Baruch because you're expected to all the time. That's, a, that's the Chiddush over here. But there's so many reasons for a person to never be taken. It's not the only reason. But it's an amazing thing. That, uh, you forget about the Rebarsham. You should never forget about the Rebarsham. Forty years old, who was busy with cloud. Yeah, but he's. We're still learning from Rabbi Kersner. Forty years later. Look, there's like more than one reason to die. It's not. I'm just saying. You have to understand what's being said over there. You know that the uh, you ignore a Kurdish Baruch You know he ignores you also. Mida connected Mida. Yeah, but it's, it's like we said, it's not the reason, it's not the only reason people die. There's many other things that require kapara, many other things. It's just an example to understand the, uh, that, that a person has to be rooted with HaKadosh Baruch Hu constantly. Severing that connection alone makes a person vulnerable. But there are other reasons that can make a person vulnerable. Mm -hmm. 
when there was a base Amikdash on earth. Right. <clears throat> well, you know, th this idea of Tevekas, you know, wasn't a theory. What do you mean? You could say, Hashchina Shore Yisrael. Hashchina dwells in Kla Yisrael. Right. And everyone could come three times a year. Lero says, Pnei Adon Hashem Oke Yisrael. See, HaKadosh Baruch and, you know, this, this wasn't an, it wasn't an idea. This wasn't a feeling. This was reality. This was reality. You know, and the... Um, you know, the... the uh, Hasidim say that the... The Kedusha Slevi, Levi Yitzhak of you know... You know, he left his wife for a few years to go learn by the Mezritur. He came back after a few years. And, you know, so his father said, you know, you left your wife and kids on me to take care of. Well, let's hear one thing you learned to Mezritur. Let's hear. He says, I learned that there's a reborn shalom. what? Three years I had to feed your wife and children. You should hear that there's a reborn shalom. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know, it's called the, the shiksa. Yeah, Maria. Do you know that there's a God? Says, yeah, of course, sir. So he said like this. She's just saying it. I know it. Right? Totally real. And that's quote to have to be a Yodea. You know that there's a Rebarshan. Right? Because that person is really clinging to HaKadosh Baruch So now he's just one person, so that's why he can't change the whole world and there should be a Besamikdash for the cloud, because he's just one person. Not a critical mass yet. But for him, he's real. He's real with it. So you know, the Besamikdash is like the, uh, you know, as we call it, the cosmic das, right? right? The connection, like Adam Yadas Chava Ishto. It's that cosmic connection between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that every individual has it, you know, mikoach das. And when there's a critical amount of people that have that, so then, uh, you know, it changes the world. And the whole world knows that there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Knows, like knows means, you know, real with it. Real with it, connected. They say seeing is believing. That's not true. Seeing is knowing. It's, yeah. it's as real as anything. So now you can understand it goes the other way. That uh, when there's a silokashrina the Das gets affected. Das is the meter of our connection to our Kodesh Baruch right? and, and when, uh, sadly, a certain critical amount of uh, Jews stop being real with it, so Mida Kodesh Baruch Hu But what happens is, as a result, 
is that the whole Midah of Das exists for this purpose. The Midah of Das exists for the purpose of giving us Tevekus and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why this capacity exists. You know, it's, Das is our perception of reality. And of course, with perception of reality, there's a lot of things that go into that. You know, including your moral compass. You know, because, you know, how do you view reality? What do you view as important? That's what makes man more than an animal. We say we're a bardas. It's not because animals are stupid. You know, animals are not stupid. Right? They don't have a moral compass. They don't know the Rebonshon the way we do. It's not, the difference between us and them is not IQ. That's not what makes us better than them. What makes us better than them is our connection to our Kodesh Baruch and we have the Midah of Das for that purpose. Uh, so when, you know, when Amisol is, uh, God forbid, you know, Kfar Nigzor Gzera, so uh, the Midah of Das has not been used for what it's supposed to be used for, for its real intended purpose. So there's a Siluka Das. Because Bahu removes the Das. And even our leaders even if they've done no sin of their own, but because there's a gzera on the cloud, they're also affected. Right? There's a silo kadas. And that's when you know that it's time to worry. Well, that means kfar nigzera gzera. Gzera is already said. That's what the, uh, the uh, you know, the, uh, the Ber Maim Chaim has a sefer called the Shah Tfila. And uh, he said, he quotes the Pasuk Shah, you know, Hashmed, Hashmed Levamazeh, Vaznov Hachbed, Veenov Hasha. These people, their ears are closed, right? Their eyes are closed, right? Their hearts are stuffed up, right? So he says, it's not just the Navi complaining. It's not just the Navi complaining about the state of Amisro. With those words, the Xero was issued that the eyes will be closed, right? the ears will be closed. That's what Rashi means right, in the Parshas Vayichi. Lama Parshas and Stuma. The fish nistmu enem v'libam shel Yisrael mitzara sashiru titzchil l'shabdam. The Parshas sasum, there's no break between Vayigash and Vayichi, because the hearts and eyes of Amisol got closed because of the Shibun. Yeah, but when you said the Navi said that, so did he, was he Makatrig against Bnei Yisrael? No, he was issuing the Gzera. The Navi he, issued the Gzera? Maybe, on behalf of right. a Baruch Hu. Now, of course, you have to ask a question on that Rashi. This is my name, Libam Shal Yisrael. It's not true. No, it's, right, because the Pasuk says in Shemos, Vayomas Yosef, Vachol Echav, Vachol Adorahu, Right, until the Shvatim died, right, the Sheba didn't start. Then after and Parshas like he's talking about Yaakov Vinu died. The answer is like this. You know, you know, it starts from the eyes and heart being closed. That's where it starts from. You know, the physical oppression that uh, that kicked in later, you know, as a matter of time. But the it starts with the mind and heart being closed. That's where it starts from.
and that started from the time Yaakov Inu died. That's where it all starts from. You know, it starts you know, originally from our closing our eyes and our ears to uh, what we know is true. Right? Ignoring, ignoring what we don't want to hear. Right? But then after that, Akashko says, fine, you want that way, I'll give it to you. So, you want to close your eyes, you want to close your ears to what the Nevi'im are telling you and are warning you about? No problem. You get what you wish for. You get what you want. You get eyes closed. You get your ears closed. So is it impossible to do chupa then, or just follow? It's just very hard. So that's what the Baramayim Chaim over there goes on to say. That there's an interesting, you know, HaKadosh Baruch who is always a Rachaman. You know. There's always Rachamim in it. Because there's something interesting to, you know, think about, you know, about the Jewish people. We've been through something, been through stuff. No other nation, you know, you know. You know, they're complaining that they were 100, uh, less than 20 years ago they were slaves and, and uh, still complaining about it, you know. You know, you know has been through, you know, much worse and even much more recent. And somehow, you know, we, you know, we just, you know, just pick up the pieces and uh, nothing. So says the Baramayim Chaim, you know, well, of course, when he put us asleep, you know, we, you know, we, we became really thick-skinned. And then there was a certain divine grace in that also. That's how we're making it through. We should be seriously traumatized, you know, and then we... Because that's, that's part of, you know, even his Xeris have a certain rachamim hidden within them. And this is how we make it through. We are heavily sedated. That's what he writes. But he says like this, but that's what Rachel and Nainu. That's what scared her the most. He proves it, how he proves it, you know, that uh, what scared Rachel and the most was, you know, said, you know, it's like he gives a marshal, you know, a kid is going into surgery, right? And uh, the mother's worried. So they say, they're worried that he won't feel a thing. He won't feel a thing. So that's what I'm worried about. He may never wake up. That's what we're about. That's going to wake them up. You put them to sleep so they can go through the pain. Right? Not be traumatized. What's going to wake them up? So he writes a Yesh Sochor Fulosech. So he has a Yesh Sochor as Gematrit Fila. That if a person really wants to, when he davens, Hakarsh will give him Siatish by to wake up. Really be there. Really. Have his whole, you know, what is, you know, the mind that's generally slumbering to be totally engaged. That's what he writes. Yeah, but that's the, that's the, that's the problem. And, and that's, in, you know, the, the apathy, you know, is uh, once the Xeris Nigzar, you know, even our leaders, like the Pasuk says, right? the Nevi'im don't get Nevu anymore. You know, it's, but it's, of course, it's our fault because we chose that way. If you want to ignore the truth, right? You want to turn your eyes and ears away from what you're being taught, right? So of course, says, "Fine, you want that, you get that. I'm going to close your eyes and close your ears, and it'll go. You can't have it halfway. You can't have it halfway. You want it? You got to go with it all the way. 
So you'll see the writing on the wall. The Jews are about to be exterminated. Yeah, you're not, not going to respond. You're going to internalize it. You can't have it the way you want it. You want to live life that way, that you would block out the truth? Fine. Have it your way. So you have danger right in front of your face, and you won't run. That's what you want, that's what you get. So I have a question. Isn't it almost like not a favor, the Erech that we don't get patch, little patch along the way, and instead of the biggie that comes when we've accumulated so many Averis? There's a... There's a uh... There's a trade-off, but there's no other way. If we get it immediately, we wouldn't be able to get up again. If we got a little stuff, we didn't get up? No, if we, if we get it all in one shot, we can't get up again. It has to be spread up. So here's the thing. You know, particularly in our days particularly nowadays. Because I'll say, you know, Cain killed Hebel. Because he thought he would inherit the whole world. You know, and also, uh, relatively speaking, Hevel relative to Cain, would be, sort of was, you know, even though it was before Matantar, was sort of the difference between Jew and non-Jew. Hevel, as it were, one quasi-Jewish. Yeah, he got rid of Hevel. He thought he would inherit the world. Comes Esau and says, Shaitah Yakain. Because, well, you know, he killed Hevel. He didn't realize Adam Rishon is, you know, got back there with Chava and they had Chase. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Yikavu Yemei Evel Avi, Vagras Yakovachi. Meaning he was planning to kill. He was going to assassinate Yitzchak. You know, so he can't have more kids. Uh, so Yikavu Yemei Evel Cain Powell said, Shaitaya Esau. Right? You know what he's doing? Right, because while I was waiting to assess the Yitzhak, Yaakovino goes off and, you know, to base love and has the 12 tribes. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Call a ben throw, kill them all, all the males. Came home and said, show you your power. More. Right? All right, because, you know, you take care of the women, you have to take care of the women also, because they were mishadled, you know, the men to uh, have more kids, you know, so... No, it's, that's, not, that's not the way to do it. So, so Haman says, so it's a Navizokin Taf Benashim, That's the way to do it. You gotta kill them all. No, leave no survivors. So comes Gog, Lost in Lava. But it's not Lost in Lava anymore, it's now. But it's a better said, Lost in Lava will come Gog and say, Straight to Haman. Yeshem Patron Gorobashimai. They have a great patron in heaven. You have to take down God first. Right? That's what the Pope says. Nozdu al Hashem val Meshicha. First it's a war against God, then we take care of the anointed ones. We get rid of the Klai, so after we get rid of our Kodesh Right? So that's the Shlach Kodesh. How do you take down God? What do you do? You fill the world with apicorses. And you make God irrelevant. Right? That's how you kill God. Not quite about you know. An irrelevant God is a dead God. It's not relevant anymore. 
break people's tvekas. Totally. All right? We're there. The war started. All right? All right. Leviticus is one of the dirty words the God of the Old Testament. It's horrible what's going on. It's horrible. And with, you know, with total impunity, people speak against HaKadosh Baruch speak against the Bible. All right? Ten Commandments, you know, can't be displayed publicly. The war started. Yeah. You know, and it's only a matter of time, you know. And of course, but Kfar Nigzor so people should be freaking out. People should really be freaking out. That you know that these liberals are willing to spill blood. You know, any conservative speaker comes to Berkeley, he has to run for his life. It's not. With impunity. Talk about blowing up the White House. And it's okay. No one gets charged for treason. You know, it's a normal country. Once upon a time, it's called treason. High treason. That's fine. It goes on. Because, you know, the liberal agenda. You know, be, you know, people ask me, you know, what's with these liberals? You know, the, you know it's, it's the Fegelach, you know, and, uh, and the minorities, you know, and the Muslims. Muslims? Right? These are people who are, you know, you know, most anti this and most most anti everything that their agenda stands for. Right? What's wrong? You know, answer is the Yetzirah has no principles. You think he's a man of principle? Like I said, I saw you dabbing good yesterday, so I'm not letting you watch this Schmutzka movie because you're not a sincere Russia. You think he talks that way? The man's got no principles. You know, he'll take what he can get. Right? And he has no problem playing this side of the coin and that side of the coin. Whatever is there to tear down all that's good and decent and tear down Claudius Rome. Yeah. What are they thinking? They're not thinking. Not thinking. Because people who think are Dovik and Akarish Boko Das. They're not thinking. They're not thinking. They're going with the Yitzhar. And the Yitzhar has no principles. He gets you from any angle. He doesn't care. It's not like this angle. He uses this angle and principle he won't. He uses any angle. Well, he has no principles. He doesn't care. You know, people ask, why do kids go off the derech? It's the poverty. No, it's the affluence. No, it's this. No, it's that. Morons. It's the Yetzirah. And the Yetzirah is everywhere. The Yetzirah is everywhere. You find them in the affluence, you have them in the public. It's Mr. Sharm Wright said, you know, this world is a battlefield. You know, and the battle's in front and back, right, left. Yetzirah is everywhere. Kids go off the derf because of the Yetzirah. And he is everywhere. It's not because of this, it's because of that. But when did we keep, teach our kids about Milchemes HaYetzirah? When did we teach anybody about that? Fighting your Yetzirah. Now, once upon a time, you know, just keeping halacha, you had to be prepared to starve to death. Keep kashras. 50 years ago, there are days you go hungry because there's nothing kosher to eat. Right? So, you know, just keeping normative halacha was, uh, you know, really built a person's spiritual muscles. Because right? the, there was serious Mohammed Yetzirah. You know, what do we do today? Not you. You guys are good. Me, me. What do I do today? Right? We cut deals with the Yetzirah. 
We negotiate with them. Fress, like pigs. Fress. Yeah, now, I'm not you, you don't want to hear. Right? But you know, that's the problem. That's why we're in Gauls, because we turn our ears away from what we don't want to hear. Very second beer halacha in Mishnah Brewer. From his brings to the Sefer Achinuch. Do you know that if something is 100% glot kosher, right? Right, but you're not hungry, right? You're not feeling weak. You're not feeling depressed. You really don't need it. You really don't need it. And you eat it anyway, just out of pure taiva. You're over on Isser Daraisa of Los Sasurachil Vavchen Bachrei Nechem. You're not supposed to give in to the Yitzhara. You're not supposed to give in. You're not supposed to give in, even when it's not technically a violation of the law. Because you're increasing his leverage in reality. You're giving him more territory. You're giving him more turf. So now we talk about we want a base of Mikdash on earth. We want, which is pure sterile space, you know, where Sitrachra is, you know, and Akarshul. So we learned something in Nefshachayim. Right? right? One dirty thought in the heart does more cosmic damage to what Titus did in the base Karisha Kadashim. So now, you know, when the Fegelach are out there marching, and it's a terrible Chilo Shem Shemaim, and I don't know how long how Rosh is going to tolerate this, because the Bnei Noach are on this also. Right? This is not serious. A person should be really shaking. You know, how long is the Rosh going to tolerate this open rebellion against Malchus Shemaim? How long? So at least one thing Donald did for us, right? Because uh, he, uh, he lit the fuse, and now we see that the, uh, that the, uh, the liberals are choshed on shvichestomim. So at least, you know, we could say the rebellion, the reason why we didn't go out and counter-protest right, is because they would have killed us. And they were. Yeah? So Baruch Shem, it's a limut tzchus on Am Yisrael. That, you know, we have a good reason why we weren't moichet. Because Chazal tells us, right? we're guilty if we could protest and we don't. We have a heter, because they'll kill us. They are choshed on shvichestomim. All this kind, I'll kill you with kindness. To make sure you're dead. Right? Baruch Hashem. Right? But what are we doing? It's a countermeasure. What are we doing? Right? What are we doing? So, okay, so I can't, I can't, you know, uh, with all the freedom of speech, freedom of speech is, uh, it's not really, you know, it's, it's only for the leftist agenda, there's freedom of speech. Right? So, what am I doing? So let's say in my personal base on Mikdash, because I'm a walking base on Mikdash, like we learned in Nefshachayim, what am I doing? It should be that if there's such a horrible, you know, rebellion against Malchus Shemaim outside, that I should be doing something in my inner universe, my personal base on Mikdash, right, to clean it up a bit. Yeah. You know, the Ra is rampant. So if we can't actually take up arms against it, maybe we should. I don't know. The Chafetz Chaim held that uh, when Stalin rose to power, Jews just go to the kitchen, take a, take a knife, take a fork, go, charge. Yeah. This is documented in a few places. So the other Roshiv and Radin, Moshe Lindinsky, asked him, you know, Rebbe, you know, We'll come to the border. They have these things called machine guns. They'll just mow us down. You think I'm stupid? I know that. I know that. Right? 
but maybe the Messias Nefesh will do something to weaken the Sitrachar in the world. We do nothing. The Sitrachar runs rampant. Huh? Okay. So uh, another story in the same Sefer says that Baruch Bear heard the same thing and he went to the kitchen, he took a fork. He said, okay, Rebbe, I'm going. He says, Baruch Bear, it's too late. We missed the opportunity. Huh? So out there, you know, the God of the Old Testament, right? Leviticus, right? Dirty words. What are we doing? What are we doing to fight back for the covenant of Akarj Baruch You know, we want Galik Kod Malchus So what are we doing? Huh? And you don't understand? All you need is one guy to open their big mouth. That wearing your tzitzis out is which includes those mitzvahs in Leviticus. I need one fagel to say, when I see Jews, it's that I'm deeply offended. Because right? it's all those 613, including those over there. That they'll come for us. So when it will be called a microaggression, they call it. Right? You don't see that coming. A guy refuses to bake, you know, and oil also bushu also klima, that's dafka, dafka goy, you know, even have a reserve, stood up for a Kurdish baruch, you know, he gets a knas, he won't bake a cake for a fagel wedding. No. Where are we? You understand that, you know, the, uh, the apathy is a sign that nigzorg zerukvar. You can't seriously want to base on Mikdash if uh, you're, you are content with the world as it is. If you're not really severely agitated at the way things are run. <coughs> that's what it means, call Misabu Yishvayim Zohavor Yavasimchasa. Yeah, to be boring is like a, not feeling sorry for yourself. You understand that Sarah Shechina Said the world can't, you know, wasn't meant to be this way. Right. It's, it's, you know, that the world is is in a state of rebellion against its creator. Yeah. Yeah. Our situation is not good. It's not just apathy. You know, it's the, it's like we said. You know, uh, there are certain things that are just off the radar totally. And, and that's, you know, like we mentioned, Nochemes HaYetzer, it's off the radar. Kids don't know what it is anymore. No one is to say no. You understand, even though it's mutter, but say no, don't give it to your titles. Just don't give it. You know, there's a... You know. You know, it, it could go on. You know, you see these from events, you know, and, and, and the, the, the amount of food and mindless entertainment, you know, all glad kosher. But you're sending a, sending a message, right? The Yitzhak could have whatever he wants under certain terms. So how do you expect it will be under Bin Yisrael? They never built up those muscles. Never built up those muscles. And you could be sure that the, uh, the, Problem with the rampant mental illness. Listen to what I'm telling you. The same emotional muscles that it is that it takes to control the HR, those are the same muscles that it takes to control mental illness. That you could push impulses to the side and 
keep your everyone's got bad memories. Everyone's had trauma. It's cause natural events. The question is, where is it? Is it point center, or it's you know, it's to the side, back of the mind, buried. You know, when you let uh, your impulses or your fears control you, that's when you're mentally ill. When everyone's got them, you know, but the question is, where are they? So you have to understand something. When there was a base of Mikdash on Earth, taking up point center of reality, right? And that's what Chazal tells us, that Yerushalayim is in the center of Eretz and Eretz is the center of the globe. I mean, the world's round. You know, every place is the center. It means like this. You know, it means cosmically the center of reality. Right? So when the Shekhinah is in the center, that means the Sitrach, or even when it existed, it was on the periphery. And when a person has a proper tzelem, and only a Baruch who's in his heart, he's Meshigasin, or on the periphery. And that's when you know, the tzelem is standing, and the tzelem we learned is parallel to the Beis HaMikdash. Now, it's, not a, it's not a coincidence, ever since they were teaching that man is descended from monkey, that mental illness also increased, you know. You know, the, the tzelem... You know, which runs parallel to the base of Mikdash, like we learned. You know, when you have a Kodesh Bohu in your heart, and you're connected, there's Rebbeim That's where you're rooted. That's where you're anchored. That's where your anchor is. So the Meshugasin are on the periphery, and they're under control. Right? No Tzelem, then your Meshugasin could take up point center of your persona. Parallel to Shualim Hilchubo. And Sitrachor sits, you know, where the Harabais is. Taking control of point center of reality. Mohammed uh, you, know, you push your desires to the side, you know, that's the muscle that push the, all impulses to the side, including insecurities, including trauma. Right? Mankind doesn't know what that is anymore. They don't know. So, of course, it's mental illness. You don't know how to control your mind and your, you know, can't control your thoughts. So, of course, you walk around afraid, frenzied, whatever. But there's something else, you know. It's it's got to be said before it's too late. You know the uh, you know we learned that when the uh, well when we learn Torah, so the the neshama sparks. That's what causes sparks in the neshama, you know. And then there's, so it, uh, it augments the intelligence, and of course has a trickle down effect on the ruach and the nefesh, like we learned, you know. You know, what type of learning does it? What do you think? You know, we say, you know, a Karshavu tells us, Barasi Yetzirah, Barasi Torah There's a lot of learning going on. But Yetzirah is doing well. He's doing well. Because the Peshat is like this. The, uh, you know, uh, any thinking person has to ask the following question. Right? The Gemara is, it's a difficult book. Oh, before we get to it, you know, uh, years ago, I was, uh, one time I went to a uh, Tzanz or Tish. Yeah, well, I was a socialist, I was in Kiryat Tzanz, Tanya. And uh, the Rebbe said something like this. He told the story that, you know, 
one of the big tzaddikim of earlier generations took on sigufim. He took on self-affliction. Tanesim, and he wore sackcloth, you know, and uh, whatever, all forms of self-affliction, you know, to purify himself. And of course, it takes a toll on a person's uh, health and a person's ability to concentrate. So after two years, you know, when he finished the regiment, so he, you know, got back to the old grind and uh, went back to the base of Edrush and he says, what have I done? Right? All the two years of Sigufim, when you're walking around, you know, you know minimal ability to concentrate, right? So uh, all of it wasn't worth it. There's nothing that kills the Eight Sahara better than Gemara and Tysus. This is Sansa Rebbe talking. And in Sansa, there's no nonsense. You know, and he said right there, drop the Hasidic form, just take Gemara and Tysus. Yeah. You know, Ravina and Ravashi wrote a pretty hard book. You know, it's not, tomorrow's not very user-friendly. It's not, it's tremendous. Strings of reasoning, dialectic, you know, aside from the difficult language. You know, it's a, it's a complicated book. You know, and even after you learn it, you know, it's, it's, unless you really know how to learn well and you have to cross-reference, you don't even know what the Allah is, you have to, it's, uh, it involves a great deal of research, you know, and why, what, what did Ravina Ravashi, what, you know, why couldn't they write straight, you know? So there's some fool, two brothers in Borough Park, wherever they live, I'm sure they self-proclaimed experts in Ramchal, right? Say, so, you know, the Klippus, Sitrach was very strong, and, you know, Ravina Ravashi were barred from writing, uh, you know, a straightforward book, because Sitrach was just so strong. And now, you know, nowadays, you know, everything was made so simple, it's Oro Shomashiach. Now, so uh, after I was forced to listen to that, the next day I was by my Rebbe, Moshe Shapiro, and he took a swing at me. Thank God he missed. He's very angry. And he said, and you sat and you listened to that. And you sat and you listened to that. If Ravina Ravashi didn't do what they've done, right? We, Yiddishkeit would have gone obsolete years ago. They were preserving a method. And they were preserving a method on purpose, you know, to force you to build your mental muscles. Right? The power, you know, to uh, do the research and to do the calculating and to do the cross-referencing, right? Which gives us the power, gave us the power, Right, to, from, you know, pull precedence out of something that was written for an agrarian society and pull out precedence to Paskin on modern technology. They knew what they were doing. It's a, uh, they had to make things deliberately complicated to build our mental muscles. Right? And when you work hard, that's when the neshama kicks in. That's why there's a halach of amelus patar. Because, you know, the, the, uh, the proficiency that kept Torah relevant 
for all generations, right? And the and and the and the type of what the Sandra was talking about. There's nothing better for you than Gemara. That type of hard work. That's what causes the neshama to spark, and that's what causes it to bring light to the ruach and has a purifying experience. And it's better than all the sibufin. Now, in our days, right? Uh, something happened, right? So, and and. A thinking person should ask himself, you know, why didn't Rashi do it? Why didn't Rashi do it? Obviously, it's not the right thing to do. It's not the right thing to do. Right? The Gemara shouldn't be made readable like a newspaper. And the info was meant, in, you know, in the agreement that was made with the Kedolim decades ago. Right? It's only for beginners. It's only for Bali Chuva. No one else should be touching it. Okay. No one's going to go the hard way if there's an easy way. You take the path of least resistance. And that's why. Twelve years of school, right? And the average yeshiva bakr cannot make a laning. Because he never gets off his training wheels. Never gets off his crutches. And we are rapidly moving into a situation that in 10 years' time, no one will have the intellectual acumen to Paskana Shaila, because they don't build those mental muscles. It's been made way too easy. Besides, from the spiritual quality, there's no mysterious nefesh anymore. The Neshama doesn't spark. And, and that spark in the Neshama is a certain experience of your personal Hashwah your personal Beis Amikdash. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't be serious about wanting a base of Mikdash on earth if you're not leading your own life in a way that parallels a base of Mikdash. Hashem right? We learned this in Epshachai. You know, he, he, what he, what he, he runs the world as a mirror. He's holding up a mirror to you. If you live like a base of Mikdash, you'll have a base of Mikdash. You don't live that way. You know, we are in dire straits. We are in serious, dire straits. Right? And, and the whole industry is, in a certain way, you know, an accomplice to it. It just has to be said that we have to, there's a great deal of inspiration. Jewish inspirational videos and us and us. And then these tours and thus yeah. and we're living in a fool's dream because there's no there's no substance there there's euphoria but there's no substance you could be sure that when Yumiya and Nabi had to compete with Hananiah ben Azor right for the people's trust who did better Hananiah ben Azor Israel. He had a message of love. He probably did kumzitzitz by the kumzer tzadikim. Right? Yemir was telling them, you know, about real work. Not that anyone wanted to hear. But you don't understand something. That, you know, there's a, there's a certain rule about how the human mind works, you know. Now, it's possible for a person to uh, have total intellectual uh, clarity and by trickle-down effect, 
right? His emotions get involved also. Like the Rambam writes, you know, in Hilchasi Sobiat Torah, he's born in Muslim, you want to feel Ava, you want to feel Yira, contemplate, godless Sabari, think, think. And then the emotions kick in. But that's when you start with the intellect first, with critical thinking first. So there's a trickle-down effect from the Shema to Ruach to Nefesh. Right? And, and, and it could be a very emotionally satisfying experience. Be full. When there's Das, it's a full experience. It is. But, you know, but that's when, you know, the Das, it has to be Das, not Chochmah You have to be real with it. And when you're real with it, it generates feelings also. And, and, and it could be fully emotionally satisfying. Right? But there's, there is, you know, there is another rule. That when you start with emotions, right, the mind goes numb. Right? If you start with das, not, not chachman being a das, being real with something, so the cognizance could drag the feelings along. If you start with the euphoria, the mind goes numb. So, no one wants to hear critical thinking. It ruins the mood. It ruins the mood. No, it's, it's, it's serious. It's, it's a serious problem. This, this, is, this is very serious. You know, you know there's Jewish entertainment. It's mind-numbing. You know, our kids are, you know, these music videos from this, uh, this mushkos and that mushkos, you know, well, they have beards, so what? You know? And they bring goyim to breakdance. It is, it is amazing. We have mind-numbing culture. Our own mind, numb, and when, and, and when the num, mind is numb, that's the Yetzirah's playing field. He likes that. When people don't think. People, and he doesn't care. We said he has no principles. Even if you're feeling, for me, feelings, he's good. He's good. Yeah, because uh, if you're not thinking, twirl you around however he wants. Main thing is he shouldn't think. You know? few ten thousands of people go every year, somewhere in the Ukraine. Right? Do you know? You know, we're going to learn in Nefesh Chaim, Parak, Sharkim or Parakdes. You say to a tzaddik, I want to cling to you. That's Avodah Zarah Mamish. One of the leading Dveka songs is Machnisei Arachanim. Do you know according to the Rambam, the Maral, Korban Asano, I go on and on. It's all, that Keta is Avodazar. All right, so it's a Heter to say. Right? It's one of the leading Dveka songs. Right? Not to make a... address anything other than a Kodesh Baruch And people will come down, totally buzzed. And Yetzirah is laughing the whole way. Right? You got people to be avid of a deserved But people are inspired. People are inspired. I mean, this is serious. This is serious. Right? You have to really, you person have to realize we, we are seriously asleep. Our moral compass is totally off. Right? You know, we're animals. We just go with our gut. We go with, you know, whatever is. We assume if it's inspiring, it must be good. Now, let me tell you, from Nefshachayim, Nefshachayim Velozhna. Right? Story goes that once a guy came to Velozhna collecting tzedakah. 
and the, uh, you know, and he had an unbelievable sob story. He made such a nice impression as a decent person that never, very hard times, cleaned up in Valoshin. Everyone gave him money, except for Avchai Lashin. Came to Avchai and said, get lost, out of my face. So, a little bit later, it came out, the story came out. The guy was a Mashumid, right? Converted, and he was a missionary. And whatever he didn't take for his himself went to the church. Right? So he went through Chaim Belashner and asked him, All right, you have Ruach HaKosh, right? And he said, Nah, I have common sense. It's simple. Right? The Yetzirah wasn't stopping anybody. He was doing too well. It means the Yetzirah wasn't interfering. The Yetzirah was good with it. it means to say, you know, what's popular, chances are if it's popular and it's what really goes, chances are it's probably not good. Yetzirah, he says, it means Yetzirah has no problem barring it. That's all. He was doing too well. It couldn't have been right. What's popular just means that the Yetzirah has no problem with it. You know, you know, we are in serious dire straits. You know, we're not working with our minds anymore. You know, Nigzor Xero, there's Silo Kadas. There's a featured speaker. Right? He's at every single major Jewish event. It, it, the event's not complete if that guy's not there. Right? So I remember a woman who comes to my shroom asked me, so again, uh, where's the exact source that Binyamin from the Shvatan was a, a werewolf? I said, excuse me. I said, what? You know, yeah. I heard him sharing, you know, Binyamin was a werewolf. Binyamin was a what? A werewolf. Uh, so, uh, you know, I don't know. No such thing. I mean, it's a terrible thing to say about the most simple Jew. I want to shift a cup. How do you mind? No, this rabbi <coughs> said it. I said, I don't believe it. No, he said it. So, yeah, I, I you will. So she gave me the link. Yeah, sure enough, a man who takes himself way too seriously. That Bajgacha Pratis, you know, he had to go to the bathroom between his rabbi and his rashi and rabbi and Tom's phone, someone showed him in a book. It says Binyam was a werewolf. And he banged on the table. This is Taylor. Everyone understands that one of the shit they call isn't a werewolf. There's no such thing as werewolves. Right? Now, because he saw it in a book written you know, in Hebrew letters, doesn't mean it's true. Right? But the amazing thing is, you know, the crowd was brain dead. No one got up and protested. No one, no one walked out. Why? Because he said it from sound bites. So this is Taylor. It didn't sound modern orthodox. It sounded like one of Unzer. The sound bites were right. It's a pacha. It's a pacha. This man has no das. And he's one of the top featured speakers. It's, it's a frightening. And, 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 and the audience is brain dead. Because he says it in a formal way. You know, the, the sound bites were right. Yeah, it's the same genius. You know, so uh, he, had, he had his own. He's a Yodea das alien. Right? So he had his own take on why the Sassoon children were burnt alive. Right, so, okay, so he says that he, you know, he learned Zaire. Yeah, and that, and this, I started reading, you know, 
reading up on this person's material. Right? So I read it now. And he learned Zara Motzei Shabbos, you know, because that's when he's taller and he's ready for Zara. You know, I guess so. I mean, obviously, only in Motzei Shabbos and not for too long of a time, obviously. Right? Because as he opened up, he said, so. and he saw, Tochazi, come see. Zara was calling to me, come see. Zara doesn't talk that way. There's not two pages that you could go by in Zohar without seeing the term Tachazi. It's the most common term in Zohar. All right, so, uh, seriously, reality challenge. And he's a featured speaker. You know, and, and I'm sorry, you know, we have to know, we're in great danger. We're in great danger. You know, we're going with sound bites. We're going with things that sound from, you know. Let me ask you something, right? Right. What about Din Torah? You know, here in America, you know, situations for me, go to court, go to court. Well, you know, like that, you know. You, you know, it's an Isra Homer. You have to go to Bezden. You have to go to Bezden. It's called the Chil Hashem. It's called that when, when we go to secular court, it's like we give cover to their gods. Right? Because we give them, you know, authority over us. So, and you want to base on Mikdash. We read yesterday, Tzion B'mishpati Pada. Right? And we don't care about Din Terah. Right? Kol Dayan Shedanyan. So, Maser Shrutaf Sarkozhu, Maser Bresh Chazal tell things about a Dayan that meets out Din Terah. Things like the base Mish. He's fixing the world. Being Mashur Deshrina in the world. Right? Right. You know, we're so worried about, you know, the Puranius, right? So let's say we could get people, you know, fired up about, you know, there'll be another Holocaust, this and that, right? So Chazal tells us, Im yesh din lamata, ein din yorad lamala. If you do things al pidin on earth, you don't have to meet, have meet us din, come down from heaven, right? And people go to secular court like nothing, but they didn't are corrupt. So fix it. Get three from Jews to do an arbitration for you. You can't go to secular court! But all these guys, they'll go to these kumzitsin. These kumzitsin are worthless. And only that, they, they are deceptive. It, it, it's, it, it, you know, it, it, is, it is such a pachad, you know, that there's, there's a great deal of euphoria. But that's animalistic, that you go with the feelings, as opposed to going with your das. What is really correct? Not what your society is willing to approve not what makes you feel good, not what makes you feel from. What does the Rebarshim really want? Not what makes you feel good. Right. The, we'll end off with one point. It's something horrific, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's time to wake up. Right? This time, 12 years ago. Is that long already? Wow. Right? You know, a horrible thing happened. Nafal Dover Bistro. Right? The Girush of Gush Katif. You know, hor- horrific. No, horrific from every standpoint. Right, Jews being chased out of their homes, giving land, you know, unilaterally without getting anything in return, right? And then, you know, and then, you know, now they're launching missiles from the territory was given. It was horrific, you know. So, you know, and there was no stopping the train, right? Society was gripped by an insanity. Sharon, he had the Justice Department on his tail. He had to break left quick. And whatever, he was a charismatic guy. And that's, that's the thing. No one was thinking. No one was thinking. 
Even the Mizrahi ones, they, they got into that government. They helped that government rise to begin with. Even though Sharon said about Hitnat Kud, he spoke about it from day one. Yeah, they were in with him also. He won't do it. It won't really happen. It was Mamish like well, everything we're talking about. People weren't thinking. There was no stopping the train. But here's the amazing thing. Then and this should be a Musar Hasko. It's frightening. And now that, you know, people now make money from it, you know, and sell these videos. And, and, it's, and it's the most appalling thing when you think about it. Square's insult to human intelligence. So you had on the day of the explosion an impossible situation, right, of Jew versus Jew. Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. No way to reconcile this, right? Everyone should be doing serious soul searching. Where are we headed? What's our direction? What is Tzahal about? You know, how much can we put, faith we could put, that the secular statute will bring Mashiach? I mean, both sides of the fence had some serious soul searching to do. It's a crisis. A serious crisis. Right? They found a way forward. They danced together. They danced together. They sang, they danced, and they sell these videos. On the floor, they did a kumzit together, and they danced them to the buses. And I was thinking to myself, you know, rebounds from what's happened to us. Could we have done this with the Nazis? Have a little kumzits, and they'll dance us to the dead. gas chambers. Now, of course not, because that's just too extreme. But it means like this. What you have to think is that we could turn our minds off. They found a way to shut the mind off in a airy-fairy way. We shut the mind off. That's how they dealt with it. We really have to watch ourselves. Right? There's a lot of things that are from, from style. And it's mind-numbing. And it's distracting us. And it's taking us away from what we really have to do. And the Sahara, he's got no problem with that. We said he has no principles. He, you could feel from, feel from as you want. If you're doing Avodah Zara and you're not really thinking, and you're not really learning, you're feeling. You're not really doing real work. He's happy. He's happy. Feel as from as you want. Because it's all about feeling, right? The Christians are doing a better job than we are, and the Muslims are doing a better job than we are. It's about giving euphoria. That's why there are millions of them, you know, hundreds of millions of them and just a couple million of us. Not even, you know, us, they're doing a much better job in providing euphoria. That's why they have much higher membership. Right? But it's not about euphoria. It's about truth. Right? And that's what the Nevi'im has said. I don't want the Karbanis. Shift to us, Rivalmana. I want real justice. I don't want protexia. I want justice. I want real work. I want Lima da Tyra. I want real Tvegas. I don't need rituals. And we want to make sure that we're not going to be here again next year. I'm sure, I know, all these Tisha Bav programs. They probably start playing the next one, as far as I know. You know, back in the older days, they used to put the Kinas in Geniza after, the Rebotion won't tolerate this goalless anymore because people were, you know, you know sickened, you know, uh, unaccepting of life in goals, unaccepting of a world without a Kodesh Baruch If you think it's normal, you know, Rebotion says, that's normal, that's what you're going to stay with. Right? You, you want to turn your eyes and ears away from the truth, I'll close them for you. And then you won't see what's coming. It's Mida Kenegan Mida. It's Mida Kenegan Mida. 
Now, Rajab, it's time to wake up. You want to get out of Golis, it's time to wake up. There's an active war against the Rebarsham and against everything that's holy. What part are you going to take in it and account about? Gog is already coming to cut off Akarish, the whole world from Akarish Baruch to take down a great patron in heaven. What are you doing? Right? It's time for countermeasures. It's time to wake up. And if we don't, you'll be sure. Right? Mark my words. If we don't wake up, right, they're going to start putting Fumayid in concentration camps because we provoke people. We offend people with our kippahs and our tzitzis. We're the people, we're not going to, they're going to be there. Do you deny? Will you say that what's in, written in Leviticus is obsolete? You know? You'll be beaten. It's happening already. It's happening already. Right? And if, it, if it's not, if it's not striking panic, it's because far nigzrog zera and there's silo kadas. It's time to wake up, when you truly wake up, Ramchal writes in Das Tavunas, if only a certain critical amount of Jews would believe, you know, be real with the truth, Mashiach comes like that. It's not hard. It's not hard to bring the base image back. It's not hard. Right. Truth is, you know, another thing, I think we said this last year, Nochemes yeah. is not hard either. You know that? It's not. No. I'll tell you, so listen to this. Chavos HaTalmidim brings a medrash. says, a man without arms and without legs, right? Just with a big stick leaning against his shoulder was sitting at the crossroads. Every person who came by and said, I've got a stick. You, know, you don't give me your money, I'm going to hit you. Everyone's man's got a stick. You don't argue with the guy. Right? Everyone just gave him their money. Right? Right, one Pikach came and said, you know, he's got no arms and no legs. He took the stick and beat him up. And he says, Chazal says, that's the Yitzhahar. He just barks. No, he tempts you. Yeah, but, you know, there's, there's, there isn't real strength, right? The, his strength is your lack of resistance. That's his strength. And he says, he writes over there, it's not good what the Majgichim do in the yeshivas and said, Yitzhahar is very sorry. Oh, the Bachram are going to be misyayish. Right? And he says over there, try an exercise. Next time you feel a tiger, just go stamp your foot and say no. He says, you'll see. Try it. Just do it. You know, tiger subsides immediately. So, no. Do we even stamp the foot? No. He's, your master is calling. You run. Right? That's the problem. Right? And, and, a, and a, a base measure means Vashem Lamelech Al There's no two masters. So you have to conduct your own affairs, that you have only one master. Yisrael is called a Tamar. Yisrael Yishem Rak Lev Echad. Lavim Shabbat Shabbat. Yeah, Bakarish Bochu, in your heart, in your Kodesh HaKadoshim, like with the Nefshachayim, that's when, a critical about Jews, that's where Bosh will be Master Shana Sobet Zion, Bimher Bimher.